coming up on One Day at a Time. You got people in your life that still attach your past mistakes or your past actions to whom you are today and that's not who you are anymore? You got to ask yourself a serious question. Do these people still belong in your life? Because guess what? They're the ones that are dimming your light. Guess what? They're the ones that are knocking you down. They're the ones that are making you feel like crap. You know why? Because they're living reminders of your past. They're living reminders of your mistakes. They're living reminders of a place that you don't want to go or be anymore. You done with that life. You're trying to be better. You're doing stuff. You're going for walks. You're in therapy. You're detoxing. You're journaling, you're manifesting, you're doing all the right things and people in your life still bringing up the past, <laughs> honey, that's an indication that those people may need to be pruned, whether it's for a season or permanently. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Karina F. Daves. As a life coach, I love helping moms achieve their goals with grace. And what that means is that I love working with women and trying to figure out who the heck you were before you invested in all of these roles. Your roles as a mom, as a wife, as an entrepreneur in your nine to five job. Who the heck were you and where exactly did you freaking lose yourself? I love resurrecting the side of you that is just meant to shine because come on now, you were made for more. And listen, mama, if you're interested in a life coach and getting your life back, figuring out who you are at your core, if you're ready to learn how to create some boundaries from the toxic people that you need to create some distance from or completely disconnect, or even just creating boundaries with habits that no longer are serving you, you're just ready to get your freaking life back and live it to the fullest, then head over to my website and apply for us to work together through my private one-on-one coaching program. I cannot wait to hear from you. I can't wait to hear from you because at the end of the day, our shared experiences, our shared testimonies is what's really going to elevate and propel each other in our communities. This podcast, these blogs, these squares on Instagram that you see, they're all intended to build community and serve you. I could care less about the numbers. What I care about is providing value and building up women like you. Before we get started, if you're not following me on Instagram yet, head over to my handle at Karina F. Daves or on TikTok, also at Karina F. Daves. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure you subscribe to it, leave me a review and share it with all of your amigos. Do whatever you want with it, but know that this podcast is specifically made for you, for you to feel seen, for you to feel heard. It's all for you, mama. Te quiero con todo mi corazón. Amigos, ¿cómo están? My name's Karina F. Daves. I'm a life coach and the podcast host of One Day at a Time. And tonight we're going to talk about ways people knock you down. You ever hear people talk about how like you're such a light or like you just have such good energy or like do any, does anybody ever say that about you? Um, I get that often more lately, I believe. And it's just been something that's been heavy on my heart. Welcome, everybody. I'm so excited to see y'all. So tonight, we're going to talk about ways that people dim your light. And I want to start by telling you how much I hate (laughs) when people sit next to me on the train. (laughs) Okay, does anybody else commute and hate when people sit next to them on the train or the bus? That's me. 
I'm going to tell you why I don't like when people sit next to me on the train. One, because I only get about uh, 90 seconds to two minutes to record the reel that I do in the mornings before I hop on the train. So I literally run on the track. So once I sit down, I'm sweating. So if somebody chooses to sit next to me, I just don't like sitting next to people that are sweaty. Like I don't like sitting, somebody sitting next to me while I'm sweaty. Like I'm undressing, stuff like that, right? The other reason why I don't like people sitting next to me on the train is because I usually use that time to work on my business. So I built my business on 10 hours a week. Um, and so that's what I use my commute time for. I'm on my laptop doing email campaigns or I'm on my phone responding to content or comments or connecting with people or talking to clients. Like that's my time. So I kind of like my own space, right? And when I look around, there are so many other seats that people could have chosen, but they always choose to sit next to me. And yesterday, actually, somebody sat next to me <laughs> and I immediately got annoyed. And I was like, so I looked at the guy and I was like, sir, just so you know, I'm going to be working on this train. <laughs> and he must have been like this bougie chick and I'm being fully transparent here and he laughed and I was like yeah I'm just gonna use my laptop because like it's tight like he has a full backpack like he's gonna go on a trip for two days I have my backpack you know how we all like pack for the city and so I'm on there and it's like it's super tight you know so he puts his backpack on his lap and like I just feel this deep sense of conviction like Tell me if you've ever felt God just convict you of something that isn't right about what you've done or what you did. And so I immediately, as soon as I was like, sir, I'm going to be working on the train, I felt this overwhelming amount of conviction over me. And the Holy Spirit shared with me, like, you're a light. Like people see that you're a light and so they want to sit next to you. And I'm like, Lord, there are so many other people, but because they're grumpy looking or just like they just don't look approachable, people don't sit next to them. But me, people will tell me their whole life story no matter where I am or what I'm doing. I mean, you could literally see me carrying a whole bunch of bags at Whole Foods or ShopRite. And people will just stop and talk to me um, at the gym, which I love. I go to Orange Theory and I actually really love the women that I work out with. And um, I'm, I take the 5 a.m. class if you're near the Princeton Orange Theory and you'll see me there Friday to Mondays and sometimes on Wednesdays. And I love it. Like I love that type of engagement. But if I'm like sweaty or on the fly, I really don't like to be bothered. But the Holy Spirit really convicted me yesterday and told me like, you're such a light. And when I heard that, it really, the reason why it resonated with me is because it's been one of the main words that people have used in the comments um, when, you know, describing to me what they felt, the emotion that they felt when they were watching my reel or watching my content. And I think what really stuck it to me is that this weekend, I actually got an email from somebody very special that I look up to, and many of you guys do probably too. Her name is Tabitha Brown. She is an amazing person, influencer, content creator, chef, um, everything. She's just an amazing human being. And over the weekend, she emailed me, and she didn't DM me. She didn't comment on my posts. She emailed me, and she said, amazing work that you're doing, keep going and keep being the light. And I was like, 
wow. Like I literally was shook. One, that Tabitha Brown emailed me. And two, that she used those words. And I responded back. But, you know, there's so much work that goes into the spirit that you and I have. The spirit that you and I bring into a train, into a bus, into our office, into our home. It's just different. Like, there is so much work that goes into our spirit. And our spirit is what illuminates that light that people feel, that joy, that, that just like love. You know what I mean? And there's so much work that goes into the foundation of building that. And tonight I want to talk about the ways that people will dim your light and what I want you to work on during this season, okay? Because what you need to understand is that we're about to enter a very communal season, okay? We're about to enter a season where people are going to gather together over and over again. You have, you know, next week, you have Thanksgiving, you have Christmas, you have New Year's, um, you have Valentine's Day, you have the St. Patrick's Day Parade, you have Easter, like there's a lot of stuff back to back to back. And you might have been going through a season of just a reserve season. We're just like reserved and you have been keeping to yourself and really working on yourself. And now it's a season of communal things. And I want to prepare you for that. Would you guys allow me to share a word with you that God has put on my heart tonight? Okay. And just so you know, everything that I share is on the fly and I pray for, and it directly comes from the kingdom of God down to you with a little spice of me. Okay. (laughs) So I got my notes. Let me share with you the many three ways that people will try to knock you down and dim your light. You ready? Give me, give me a heart emoji if you're ready. Okay. Numero uno. Ways that people have dimmed my light. One has been that they've commented on my appearance. Okay. So now there's a lot of things that go into it, but here's what I want to say. People have commented, family has commented on my hair, right? My curly hair. My job has commented. My jobs have commented on my curly hair. Um, my clothes, my hoops, my weight, okay? Things like that, appearance. And so I want you to understand that this is a, a way, a high peak way that people will try. And sometimes it's unconsciously to dim your light when it comes to your appearance. So what you need to work on is the confidence in that. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Okay, listen, listen, Linda. I have to look in the mirror often (laughs) when I get ready. And I have to love all of that, literally. And I have to say it out loud because the enemy will try to literally shut your mouth and keep all of the thoughts that you have up here without bringing it out into here and speaking it and declaring it over your life. So I literally need to declare my mom pouch in the mirror as sexy. Yeah, you heard it right here. Woman of God. I have to declare that I look good. I have to declare and decree that I will get there one day. I have to declare and decree that it's okay to eat like a bunny, like a rabbit for a day and eat 
Any, I love beets, but just eat healthy. 80, 20, 80% of the time I'm eating healthy. 20% of the time I'm having a blast. That's how I live my life. Okay. And so working on the things that you don't feel good about so that when that attempt on your light comes through, there is a foundation of confidence. You need to speak over yourself. You need to talk to yourself. What, whatever it takes, voice memos. Okay. Take pictures. Listen, while I do take pictures every day that I get to work so that I can share my Amazon storefront links with y'all and share my outfits with y'all, you best believe that those pictures started a long time ago and were the foundation of my confidence. Let me tell you a little secret. There there are two years in my phone that there are rarely any pictures of me with my family. And it was because I was ashamed of what I looked like. I had um, really taken heart to people's comments about looking a certain way and having a certain size nose and having... um, just certain features and it really it it really got to me to the point where I didn't want to take pictures and it really dimmed my light and it knocked me down knocked me down so much that once I was trying to um, get away from my toxic relationships I, I couldn't even be on social media for two years and in those two years I didn't take any pictures with my family very few. And my appearance, I'm not saying that it's everything to me, but it's, it's what you see first, right? And so if that's something that bothers you, if that's something that really will get to you as a form of, you know, just like hindrance and you feel like it will dim your light if somebody commented on it, then do what you got to do to love it. (laughs) Okay. Numero dos, people will try to dim your light by commenting on your knowledge, okay? Let me tell you, there have been plenty of times that I have not known what was going on in the room. Educationally, I just didn't. I remember my best friend, she called me one day, many years ago. She said, we were talking and she sees an email that her boss needs help with something. And she said, girl, what is this word? I said, what word? She said, sustainability. This was many years ago before this word became a common practice. And I said, sustainability. I don't know. It sounds like something to do with recycling. (laughs) And her and I, we have a, we have very similar personalities. And what I realized in that moment is that when somebody attempts to dim my light, by commenting on the lack of knowledge that I may have in that moment, it's an opportunity for me to activate and challenge myself to learn. It's not an opportunity for me to put myself down. You see, the easy route would be to put myself down, right? Like that's super easy. But the challenge is to activate myself. So if you're ever in a situation where somebody tries to attempt your attempt to dim your, your, your light, because of lack of knowledge, take it for what it is. You didn't know what sustainability meant. So go out there, Google it, research it, figure it out and come back stronger. It is what it is. Who cares? I am not good with maps. 
It is not a strength of mine. However, I will try my hardest. I will learn. I will read. I will try coordinates. I will pray for angels of support and I will make sure I get from point A to point B. I don't care how many people comment on the fact that I can't read maps. It is what it is. It doesn't bother me because I work on it actively, right? And I acknowledge that. All right. I don't know how to get there. My bad. Do you know how much I have to Google how to get home from places that I've been to several times and I always get the side eye from my husband like how do you still not know how to get home and I'm like I just don't you know and I remember in the beginning years of our marriage I would get so offended like it's just not a strength of mine and you keep magnifying it But then I realized over the years that it had more to do with my offensive nature and my own judgment rather than him like actually judging me. He was just stating facts. I wasn't good with maps. So I want you to turn that quote unquote embarrassing moment into a challenge. Okay. I want you to understand something. When people try to knock you down or try to dim your light, you have to imagine that it's a bullet And you stand with the armor of God in that moment. And every single bullet that comes towards your armor will ricochet right off of it. You understand? It may leave a dent, okay? But it will ricochet right off of it. Bing! Get off of it, okay? And even if it leaves a dent, you will go and repair that dent and make your armor stronger for the next time somebody attempts to knock you down. You understand? All right, last one. Numero tres, another way that people will try to knock you down or dim your light is commenting on your position or your role. Now, that's a little that's a little personal because many of us, right? We are parents, we are wives, we are husbands, we are um you know, bosses, we are managers, we're employees, like we're all these things. So many of us have many roles. And I'll never forget the time somebody really tried to knock my role down and try to knock me down by talking about my role. So I was eight months in to being a first time mom. My son was eight months. He was born in March. And in December, we were getting ready to go to St. Croix. You've been to St. Croix? Beautiful. Give me an amen if you've been to St. Croix. I had such a great time. We stood at Pelican Island. And so I was so excited. So I walk into the kitchen. And we were leaving after Christmas. And somebody in the kitchen was like, oh, Karina, what are you doing for the holidays? And I said, oh, I'm going to be with my family. And then on the 26th, I'm heading over to St. Croix for a few days with my husband for our first trip after our baby. And she looked at me. She goes, how old is your baby? And I said, oh, he's eight months. And she said, how dare you leave your baby? He was just born. Girl, I was so hurt. I looked at her and I said, well, we planned for this and our marriage needs needs this. She looked at me like your child is more important than your marriage. And I looked at her like, I'm pretty sure my marriage, I, I need that. And because that created that child. So I, I need to make sure that that's good, that that's right. You see, she was trying to come at me for something that 
she knew would make me feel extremely guilty and it did. I fell for it. My my thoughts around you know having mom guilt weren't as strong as it is now. And I remember how I got through that moment. It it, it took a while, but recently I was talking to my therapist and I was talking to her about guilt and she broke down guilt so well. Oh God. She said, guilt is senseless. You see, shame is different than guilt because shame means that somebody has found out that you've done something wrong and you've actually done it. And I'm like, okay. She said, but guilt, guilt is different. Because guilt is an emotion in which we have felt as a feeling, but placed in the category of facts. You see, and so is it a fact that you're a bad mom? And I said, no. And she so said, so then she said, so guilt is shameless. I mean, is senseless, excuse me. And I said, oh. And I said, whoa, 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 hold on. And she goes, and even the guilt that you feel about your sister's cancer. Hey mama, if you're interested in a life coach or getting your freaking life back and figuring out who you are at your core, if you're ready to learn how to create some boundaries from all these toxic people and you just need to create some distance or completely disconnect from them and you're ready to live your life to the fullest, then head over to my website and apply for us to work together to my private one-on-one coaching program. I seriously cannot wait to hear from you. I can't wait to hear from you because at the end of the day, it's these experiences, these testimonies that really elevate and uplift each other in our community. And if you're looking for some dope freebies, also head over to my website at KarinaFDays.com and download the freebies there on webinars, how to start a podcast. I give you my top 10 tips and even a self audit to actually analyze where you are in your life and if you've lost yourself. Te quiero mucho, chica. Hope to hear from you soon. You see, here's an opportunity for me to be fully transparent with y'all. My baby sister, 29 years old, uh, has recovered. Amen. She had blood cancer uh, for a year and over seven months. And I uh, felt this immense guilt about it. And it's difficult, you know, because I'll never forget my, my first thought when I found out was choose me. Choose me because I've lived. Choose me because I had the kids. Choose me because I already got married. Choose me. And I felt so guilty that, you know, she's a baby in my eyes and uh, that she was hit with this disease. And so I was telling my therapist about how guilty I felt about it. And the first question she asked me was, did you give your sister a cancer? And I was like, whoa, 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 no, I didn't. I didn't, I didn't give her cancer. And she said, okay, well, did you cause it in any way? No. Did you do anything that would make, like she just kept asking the same question over and over. And she said, then there's no reason for you to feel guilty about something you didn't do. And it was those words that I was just like, wow. So many people will come to knock you down about your position in your life, about your role as a parent, about your role at your job, about your role in your business, your role in your relationship. And you will feel guilty about something 
that you didn't even do. And so you have to be able to separate the facts from the feelings. You see, you will feel bad. But did you actually do something wrong? Are you actually a bad parent? Are you actually a bad partner? So when people try to dim you or knock you down about your role, the foundation of who you believe you are has to be strong. And at the end of the day, I can tell you exactly who you are. You're a child of God. Ain't nobody changing that for me. I love everybody. I know that about everybody. Even if you tell me you feel like you're not. No matter what you've done in this life, at the end of the day, you are forgiven and you're a child of God. All right. Now we're going down a different podcast episode. But I wanted to come on tonight to record this quick episode because they're all under 30 minutes. And I wanted to encourage you about those moments where the light that God wants for you, that you have on this earth, the joy that you have, will also be challenged to go dark, to go dim, to go low. You understand? And what I want you to work on is the cornerstone and the foundation of your life, of where you're rooted in, whatever that is. I don't care whatever you believe in. I'll still pray for you because my job ain't to judge you. My job is to love you. You understand? You have to go and dig deep into the cornerstone and the depths of your gut, of your stomach, of your heart. You understand? People ask, do I manifest? Of course, I manifest. I believe in manifestation, but... The difference is the source. You see, my source of the things that I manifest comes straight from the kingdom of God. Ain't nobody else going to be my source. You understand? Don't allow anybody to dim your light. Make noise. Make noise in every single freaking room that you walk into. Okay? Make noise. Make noise with your smile. Make noise with your confidence. Make noise with your presence. Make noise with your kindness. Make noise with the fact that you still roll up your sleeves. Can never be too high to roll up your sleeves and do the work. Stay humble. Make noise. Don't dim yourself. Don't allow anybody to knock you down. Listen, you got people in your life that still attach your past mistakes or your past actions to whom you are today and that's not who you are anymore, you got to ask yourself a serious question. Do these people still belong in your life? Because guess what? They're the ones that are dimming your light. Guess what? They're the ones that are knocking you down. They're the ones that are making you feel like crap. You know why? Because they're living reminders of your past. They're living reminders of your mistakes. They're living reminders of a place that you don't want to go or be anymore. You're done with that life. You're trying to be better. You're doing stuff. You're going for walks. You're in therapy. You're detoxing. You're journaling. You're manifesting. You're doing all the right things. And people in your life still bringing up the past? (laughs) Honey, that's an indication that those people may need to be pruned, whether it's for a season or permanently, because you're trying to become a better version. You're trying to become lighter and brighter, and you can't do that with certain people in your life. So as you get ready to go into the holidays and be around people that that you ain't been around for a long time, I want you to just take a step back and look around and see who's around. Love them. This is what I want you to understand. You can love people from afar. You can hug people. You can see them once in a blue. 
But if their spirit is irritated by your light, that ain't a place for you. It is not your assignment to convince anybody to love you. It is not your assignment to convince anybody to stay with you. It is not your assignment to convince anybody to take you. You understand? You are perfect the way you are. Not to say that like perfection should be the goal, but you're good. You know, deep down, you're a good person. You understand? You're a light in this world. Ain't nobody going to take that away from you. Okay. Listen. (laughs) If you love this podcast, make sure you subscribe to it. Leave me a review. Share it with all of your amigos. Okay. Follow me on Apple iTunes at one day at a time. If you feel like you're stuck right now in this season of your life and you feel like you need somebody to guide you through that, book a sales call with me in the link in my bio. Okay. I want to help you resurrect the side of you that's actually meant to walk on this earth, not the one that's been locked up all this time. We need to get you out. And I want to help you get there. I want to help remove the shackles of disappointment from your life. I want to help remove the shackles of anxiety, of all of that junk that doesn't belong in your life. I want to help you through that. Okay. I'm booked with sales calls all the way through March of 2023, but that doesn't mean you can't send me a DM. We can still chat. Okay. Can I pray for you? I'm gonna pray for you anyways. (laughs) All right, here we go. Father God, I thank you so much just for the time that you commit to us, Lord, um, to be honest with you, when I think about all of the prayers that you answer, I seriously have (laughs) the Bruce Almighty scene with Jim Carrey (laughs) answering prayers via email in my mind. I can't help it, Jesus. Like once I've seen that image in that movie, that's what I imagine. Like how do you hear all of us? How do you answer all of our prayers? And the only answer I've ever come up with is that you are omnipresent, Lord, meaning that you are everywhere. You hear all of our thoughts, which is scary, and I'm sorry for the bad ones, and I repent for them, and I repent for my past, Jesus. If anybody wants to join me in asking God for that forgiveness and and repenting and laying all of our burdens at the foot of the cross, you can do so in your mind now. But Lord, I thank you for just the way that you love us, the way that you never let go. I don't know how you haven't let go. Sometimes I can't even believe some of the things that we've done in our past and you still are there wanting to have a relationship with us, wanting to seek our hearts so that we may become better and closer to you so that we may be able to serve on this earth and serve your people, Lord. You see, that's the thing. People should be loved. People should be heard. And people should be prayed for. Even toxic people, Lord. We can pray for them. We can pray for their liberation. We can pray for their hearts. And we can pray for that assignment to be yours, not ours. Because once it becomes ours, it's our own controlling spirit that takes over. And so I thank you, Lord, for just being so marvelous. And I ask that tonight, anybody that's at the sound of my voice, that you bless them. Lord, bless them with clarity. There's so many people listening right now that don't know where to turn. 
that have a big decision to make, Lord, and don't know what to do. I ask, Lord, that you send them the discernment that they need to have the confidence to make that decision because either way that they go, they'll be fine. And I think that that's the difference between leading with our own selfish desires versus leading with you by our side. I love you, God, and um, I'm so sorry if we've ever stopped loving you. I ask that you send the Holy Spirit into everybody's homes tonight and bring them peace over their children, over their families, over the next couple of weeks, Lord, as we attempt to have many communal gatherings, Lord. Bring us peace and bring us joy and allow us to be ourselves and put ourselves first. It is in your heavenly Father's name we pray. Amen. Okay. <laughs> Listen, I love you so much. And um, I can't even begin to describe the uh, adoration that I have for the work that I do and the assignment that the Lord has given me. It has been, it has been the best ride these last two years. These last two years have been amazing. And I just want to say thank you. I just want to say thank you. I don't even have the words. I really don't. But thank you. Thank you for trusting me. Thank you for just being so kind. And, uh, just thank you. I love you so much. And I don't even know who half of you are, <laughs> but I know that God has put me on this earth to help and to serve and to do this work. And as long as my heart beats, I will do it. I will serve Servant leadership is my favorite type of leadership. I will lead and I will guide as many women as I can to get their freaking lives back because you deserve to live. You don't deserve whatever situation is toxic in your life right now. You deserve so much more. Okay. You deserve it all. The money, <laughs> the glam, the house, whatever it is that you want, you deserve it. And let's get you there, okay? Let's get you there. All right. And you know what? The last thing I will say is to pray for angels of support. I'm telling you, just pray that tonight. Pray for angels of support. And God will send them. I, the angels of support that God has sent me, I literally hit up every couple of weeks because I can't stop thinking about them. And I'm so grateful for them. And I talk about them constantly. The women that have led me here. You need that. You need that support 
I'm telling you. Janice, Yo Quiero Dinero. Erica Cruz from Purpose Driven Latina. Kat Del Carmen, my business coach. DL Sharon, my business coach. Jasmine Escalera, career coach. The Dream Lab. Audrey, Sabrina Castillo. Watch Us Thrive, Leanne Torres. All of these women. Done. Any, any prayer that they need, I'm right there. Two seconds. I can contact these women in a heartbeat. Always, always respond. Even if it's in a couple of days. Gadi, what's up? What do you need? I'm stuck on this freaking stupid ass website. (laughs) Or I'm feeling down. I don't know. I don't know what decision to make. You need angels of support. Pray that prayer. Lord, give you angels of support. This life wasn't meant to do alone. I promise you, it's not. You're not meant to be alone like this, okay? If you're building a business, if you're building something, whatever it is that you're doing, pray for angels of support, okay? Janice, I love you. (laughs) The voice memos that I send Janice are really wild. (laughs) Anyways, my name's Karina F. Daves. I'm a life coach and the podcast host of One Day at a Time, okay? Go to the link in my bio, book a sales call with me if you want to work with me. You can find me on TikTok and read all of the, dang, you need a backbone to be on TikTok, okay? Read all of the beautiful and not so beautiful comments that people leave me (laughs) at Karina F. Daves. I'm also on YouTube now, just started that two weeks ago at Karina F. Daves. I have an Amazon storefront, which the link is in my bio if you love my daily outfits that I share from Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays when I go in the office. Feel free to shop on them, shop for them. I'm also at KarinaFDaves.com. Read my blog. My latest blog post has to do with things you should know before marriage, things you should talk about, like having kids, your money, how that will work, your values, your hobbies, and all of that, okay? Anyways, you know where to find me. I love you. Te adoro con todo mi corazón, okay? Ciao. Have a wonderful night, guys. <laughs>